0: The moon is at its fullest and brightest on Saturday, September 10th in Purva Bhajrapada. This nakshatra is located in the celestial body of the winged horse or pegasus in the stars Markab and Cheet. Purva Bhajrapada is a mouthful, but it translates to the front legs of a bed or funeral cot. It's also half of the burning or scorching pair, and it is also associated with swords. These three symbols may seem unrelated at first, however, they all deal with endings and cutting ties in some way, shape, or form. The front legs of a bed or funeral cot are final sleep or death, the burning or scorching pair to burn away what is no longer needed, and swords to cut away the waist or to cut ties, perfect for the full moon season of letting go and releasing. So this nakshatra symbol is a person with two faces indicating a soul who is looking to a past life and to the next life, or being able to see things from different points of view. I love this symbol because we can look at it from a number of different ways, no pun intended, and they're all so fitting. So looking to the past and past lives as well as looking to the future and our next life sounds a lot like spiritual hypnosis and soul empowering hypnosis. I might be biased and I maybe I just can't help myself. But we can explore different experiences and access information from various lives and incarnations, as well as the incarnations that we have not yet experienced. So the future experiences that we are not consciously aware of. So when I was first learning about nakshatras and devouring everything I could on them, I was So curious and so interested, I could not get enough about them. And that's what led me to study Vedic astrology. So when I heard that Purva Bhadrapada's symbol was a person with two faces, I immediately thought it was a negative thing. As in someone who was two-faced or maybe even the masks we wear to hide our true selves. Those ideas are applicable, but we can also see it as learning to be more inclusive and compassionate. Because when we see things from multiple perspectives, we gain more understanding and we become less judgmental. And personally, hypnosis has done just that for me. I'm able to see how I've been a not-so-great person in some lives or how I suffered in other past lives. I'm better able to support my clients with whatever they're dealing with, and I feel that it not only makes me a better practitioner, but a better friend, partner, family member, and human being. Disasterism promotes personal transformation, independence, and self-reliance. Perfect for energy healing, holistic coaching, and the transpersonal and transformative healing arts. So people who align with this nakshatra value deep wisdom and original thought and have an internal need or desire to break free from societal norms and the status quo. And let me circle back to original thought. Maybe there's no such thing as original thought, but there are new ways to present different beliefs or different ideas. Maybe not original thought, but original way of expressing thought and information ideas. So these people are the rule breakers and the ones that enjoy going rogue. They are also excellent speakers that have a knack for persuasion and influence with a special interest in goals and initiatives that are humanitarian, are good for the collective, and uplift humanity. Put it together and you get support in speaking your mind and speaking your truth even if it's unpopular to help others see new ways to better and change outdated norms that are no longer working. And if we stop and take a look at a lot of what's going on in society, on social media, I'm sure we can identify quite a few systems that need a little changing. Purva Bhadrapada's primary motivation is material prosperity and wealth so this nakshatra focuses on the material things in life not necessarily materialism but prosperity wealth gains and during this full moon I think it would be nice to contemplate the spiritual aspects of money and how it can be a spiritual tool. So how can we use the support of Purva Bhadrapada since its primary motivation is prosperity and wealth in our business? And how can we relate it to our money, our money issues, our money goals and dreams? Well, I took a moment and tuned in. And I came up with three different things that this nakshatra is encouraging us to do at this time. You might want to pick one or do them all. So the first is to find neutrality and non-judgment in the challenging aspects of our money. When we come from a place of neutrality and see different sides to a situation, we're able to approach the topic or issue with a cool head and more compassion. We can acknowledge that money isn't easy for everyone. So can we acknowledge that money is not good or evil, that it's neutral and that it's just energy, and that it's just a reflection of what we're feeling or thinking or what we believe about money? Can we find different ways to be more emotionally well-balanced and calm when we look at our checking accounts? Maybe we can look at last month's finances and be at peace and give ourselves a little self-compassion if it wasn't where we would ultimately have liked it to be. And plan for the future and bless it with optimism, hope, and come up with a solid, grounded strategy to meet our financial goals next month. But start putting things into play right now. The second is to take a step back and evaluate our spiritual businesses. And since Purva Bhajrapada is about humanitarianism, identifying what's good for the collective and how we can uplift humanity. Maybe we can start researching nonprofit organizations or causes that we can support. Or start making plans to create our own initiatives that support causes that are near and dear to our hearts. By the way, donations are a great tax write-off. I heard some businesses make such a huge profit that they need to find organizations and fundraisers to donate to. So they don't have to pay such high taxes at the end of the year. It's a really nice win-win situation. Wouldn't it be nice if our profits were so large that we were strongly encouraged to find different causes and organizations to donate to at the end of the year? While we're at it, why not give ourselves a little pat on the back and recognize how our services and products are making the world a better place to live, one client or one customer at a time, and how that ripple effect reverberates around the planet. The third is to do a burning ceremony. Burn away and release our doubts fears, and worries around money and business and the financial challenges that you experienced in the past and continue to do so today. Let's seek relief and rest from the money storms and send a clear message to the universe with concrete intentions. Don't know how to do a burning ceremony? It's fun and simple and I'm happy to tell you how. I've created a guide with step-by-step instructions you can download in the show notes. And this full moon on Saturday, September 10th is a great time to do a burning ceremony. I hope you find the guide useful and that you have much success with your burning ceremony. Well, dear friend, that's the Vedic full moon nakshatra wisdom for september 10, 2022 until the next episode may you release what is keeping you from shining your fullest and brightest this purva Bhadrapada season because the world truly needs to hear your voice <music> Thanks for listening to this episode of the Money Lighthouse podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. Hopefully it brightens your day and inspires you to take action on your dreams. We'll leave the light on until the next time, friends. Keep shining because people are searching for your particular kind of magic.